0: Ladies, gents, and my non-binary friends to a special episode of Mythology Breakdown. I'm Cece, and I'm here with my husband, Tony, and we decided that because today is Valentine's Day, we're going to release a special mini-sode for all of you guys, because today's a day of love, and I love my husband, he loves me, and we love all of you. Um, Real quick, before I get into the meat of things, I do want to do a quick trigger warning. Um... We're going to be talking about love, and you know what comes with love. Sex. Yeah, promiscuity. (laughs) 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 So, um, this will probably be a more adult episode than our other ones have been so far. Yes. I also want to do a trigger warning. I have a tick disorder, so I will tick at some point during the podcast. If you're sensitive to that, please be cautious of that. I'm going to turn the time over to Tony, who is going to tell us about the origins of Valentine's Day. I know the basics about this, but I don't know the details.
1: Oh, yeah. So we're going to first start off with the legend of St. Valentine, where this entire thing stems from. The history of Valentine's Day and the story of its patron saint is shrouded in mystery. We do know that February has long been celebrated as a month of romance, and that St. Valentine's Day, as we know it today, contains vestiges of both Christian and ancient Roman tradition. But who was St. Valentine, and how did he become associated with this ancient rite? The Cal... The the Catholic Church (laughs) recognizes at least three different saints named Valentine or Valentinus. Rhymes with penis. What the heck, Tony? (laughs) All of whom were martyred. One legend contends that Valentine was a priest who served during the 3rd century in Rome, when Emperor Claudius II decided that single men made better soldiers than those with wives and families. What a good guy. (laughs) <laughs> he outlawed marriage for young men. Yikes. <laughs> Never mind. I take that back.
0: <laughs> we would not be able to get married in this time. Oh,
1: whoops. <laughs> Thank you, Rome. Uh, Valentine, Whoa. realizing the injustice of the decree, defied Claudius and continued to perform marriages for young lovers in secret.
0: Bill Valentine.
1: Right? When Valentine's actions were discovered, Claudius ordered that he be put to death. Still, others insist that it was St. Valentine of Turney, a bishop, who was the true namesake of the holiday. He, too, was beheaded by Claudius <laughs> II outside of Rome.
0: <laughs> we shouldn't be laughing. The dude was beheaded. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Love is love. Although, according, not according to uh, Claudius II. <laughs>
1: I was going to ask, which head?
0: Oh my gosh. Tony! (laughs) Wow! Whoops. Was that all you have for that? No. You ended it with a beheading? No. Okay, good.
1: (laughs) Other stories suggest that Valentine may have been killed for attempting to help Christians escape harsh Roman prisons. Wow! (laughs) That That was was a tick. (laughs) That was a tick. That was amazing. (laughs) Uh, that's ah. my place. CC. <laughs> so, other stories suggest that Valentine may have been killed for attempting to help Christians escape harsh Roman prisons, where they were often beaten and tortured. According to one legend, an imprisoned Valentine sent the first Valentine greeting himself mm-hmm. after he fell in love with a young girl. Did Possibly, it have a
0: little heart sticker on it.
1: I don't know. <laughs> We're, we are gonna have to ask uh <laughs> possibly his jailer's daughter Ooh. who visited him during his confinement before his death it is alleged that he wrote her a letter signed from your valentine an expression that is still in use today although the truth behind the valentine legends is murky the stories all emphasize his appeal as a sympathetic heroic, and most importantly, romantic figure. By the Middle Ages, perhaps thanks to his reputation, Valentine would become one of the most popular saints in England and France.
0: Wow, that's actually really interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I read that, I, I thought it was pretty intriguing.
0: I remembered where I heard the name Valentine before, and I feel like a dum-dum. Where? You know the books, uh, City of Bones by Cassandra Clare?
1: Okay, we're done. <laughs> Well, that was it for this episode. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, so here's the origin of Valentine's Day. So that was the legend of St. Valentine. Uh, while some believed that Valentine's Day is celebrated in the middle of February to commemorate the anniversary of Valentine's death or burial, which probably occurred around AD 270. Others claim that the Christmas Wait, wait, what, what? AD 270. His burial...
0: Like 270 AD? Yeah. Oh, you said it weird.
1: Well, that's... I've never
0: seen AD written before.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just the way I write things. Others claim that the Christian church may have decided to place St. Valentine's feast day in the middle of February in an effort to Christianize the pagan celebration of Lupercalia. So, I don't know if Cece said this or not, but we are talking about religion today. Yeah.
0: Oh, I mean, a little bit. I'm, this is, we're going to be talking yeah. about religion in our later episodes.
1: Yeah. So this one is pretty heavily, basically, the pagans don't like the Christians because they... Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, a lot of Christian holidays have pagan roots. I mean, even Christmas. mm mm-hmm. um, Christmas is a pagan-rooted holiday. I mean, All Hallows' Eve, Halloween is another pagan holiday. Like, Yeah. a lot of the holidays that we celebrate today did orig- originate from- pagan times and you know in our next episode we are going to be talking a little bit about religion and mythology so yeah make sure you check out the next episode in order to hear more <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be able to plug. <laughs> oh my god cc <laughs>
1: uh so here is the the story of the of the actual valentine's like the festivals that they used to do mm-hmm. uh to begin their festival members of the looper kai an order of Roman priests would gather at a sacred cave where the infants Romulus and Remus, if you don't know who they are, they're the founders of Rome. And if you still don't know what I'm talking about, go watch our old episode. Uh the two- Creation of Rome. Uh, who were believed to have been carried by a she-wolf, ah! Lupa. The priests would sacrifice a goat for fertility- a dog for purification then they would strip the goat's hide into strips well, yeah dip them into the sacrificial blood and take to the streets gently slapping both women and crop fields with the goat hide far from being fearful women would roman women welcomed the touch of the hides because it was believed to make them more fertile in the coming year
0: i wish you guys could see my face right now <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, later in the day, according to legend, all the young women in the city would place their names in a big urn. The city's bachelors would then each choose a name and become paired for the year with his chosen woman. These matches often ended in marriage.
0: Let's get it on. (laughs) (laughs) That's the second time we referenced that song in this podcast. Yes. Oh no.
1: (laughs) First about... Greek mythology and now uh-huh. val- Valentine's Day.
0: <laughs> that is really weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like any other, I mean, not matchmaking service, but I mean, like speed dating almost. Yeah. Like, here's here's a person. Do you click with them? No? Okay, we'll try again next year. You do click with them? Perfect. Now you get married. I mean, if you really look at it like that, I mean, yeah, it's a little weird, but I mean, it it kind of makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you look at Tinder, Bumble, or really anything like that, you're putting your name out there for people to...
0: Yeah, I mean, it's essentially the same thing. Yeah. Life imitates art. History repeats itself. (laughs) Yes.
1: Now, I'm going to give this back to you. Okay. Because you said you wanted to talk about some gods and goddesses of love.
0: Yes. Love. Yes. So, there are... A lot more than the names that I wrote down today. I kind of picked out the ones that were more love-related and less of, like, have to do with, you know, parts and...
1: Right, like fertility and
0: yeah. motherhood so I did, and fatherhood. I did mostly love-related ones or common common names, so like Aphrodite, technically not a goddess of love, beauty and, you know, sex and stuff, but she is often seen as a symbol of love. So I included her in the list and okay. she's very well-known. Yeah. Like she's the most well-known besides probably Cupid.
1: Well, yeah.
0: So we're going to start off with Aphrodite and Venus, who, as I just said, are the, is the Greek slash Roman goddess of sex and beauty. Um, we've, we yeah, she's a, she's a character. Um, also in Greek Roman mythology, we've got Cupid and Eros who was the actual god of love and procreation, and he is stated to be a son of Aphrodite and Ares. Hmm. So, I mean, technically there's still a connection, but he is also, his descendancy from Aphrodite came later on in mythological history. He was kind of, like, considered one of the (laughs) ancient gods. Um, Eros was. He was an original, like, deity, and then over time, he became the son of Aphrodite. So, yeah, there's a little bit of history lesson for you. All right. Um, Coming out of Africa in a place called Yoruba, we've got Ocean, who was the goddess of luxury, pleasure, sexuality, fertility, beauty, and love. So, the whole package.
1: All right. Literally.
0: <laughs> coming out of Egypt, we've got Katesh and Bastet. Katesh is also um, a name that's considered to be borrowed from the Canaanites, and she was the goddess of love, beauty, and sex. I noticed that this kind of seems to be a trend, love, beauty, and sex all seem to kind of go together as one, which I find very interesting. It's a very common theme. Um, The other Egyptian love symbol is Bastet, who's one of my favorites. She's the goddess of felines, love, protection, beauty, and dance. She's basically all that I aspire to be in life.
1: <laughs> Same.
0: Um, from Mesopotamia, we have Inanna slash Ishtar, which is goddesses of sex and war. All right. Yep. Kind of similar to the aphrodite Aries dynamic, I feel. Um, I do feel like, and I'm going to get so much backlash on this if I'm wrong, but I'm going to say it anyway. I feel like Ishtar... Is a really big fertility symbol, and she, her symbols are actually used as the Easter symbols, hmm. the bunny and the yeah. I don't, I I don't quite remember, but I'm having a I'm having a strange flashback. Um, from Celtic mythology, we've got Aine, 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 A I N E.
1: That's Aine.
0: Aine. Oh, like Ainsley. Duh. Um, (laughs) she is Irish, and she's the goddess of love, summer, and wealth. She's also, in some cases, considered to be the sun goddess, but not in all of them. That's an argued fact. Um, coming from the North, we talked about them just a couple of weeks ago. We've got Freya, Freyr, and Frigg. Yep. Nice. First, I think, oh no, not the first god on the list. Cupid and Eros are the first god on the list. Dang. Aw, oh, don't pat my head. <laughs> so we've got Freya, who is the goddess of love, sex, and beauty. She is considered to be Aphrodite's equal in Norse mythology. Then Freya is Freya's sister and is the god of lust, marriage, peace, and pleasure. I included him just because of the relation to Freya. I thought that that was... And it's because it's a common name that we've already talked about and stuff. Right. And then Frey, who is the goddess of marriage and woman... That is Odin's wife, right? From when we talked about it.
1: I think it's wasn't wasn't Freya married to Odin.
0: Oh, I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> That's fine. My brain is an empty pit of despair. I'm just kidding. It's just so full of love today. I'm allowed to be a little ditzy. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, from China we have the god of love called Yu Lao. Yue Lao, and what I thought was so interesting about this person is he would bind lovers with an invisible red string, like single people, and he would bind them together, and they would find their way to each other, and they would fall in love. Hmm. I thought that that was really sweet.
1: Yeah, that's kind of cool.
0: you Lao definitely connected us with invisible red string. Wow I try and be so sweet. Woo! Um <laughs> Um Japan this one doesn't technically a love symbol, but I had to include him because I just I just what? Oh my god. Um his name is Daikakuten and he's one of the seven lucky gods. He's the god of prosperity and he's often portrayed with a huge dong. <laughs> <laughs> in his hand
1: like a penis in his (laughs) hand (laughs) that's
0: why I had to (laughs) 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 every single man in America is a deck accountant tonight
1: oh my god
0: I'm sorry that was inappropriate
1: Uh, (sighs) It's better than my penis joke earlier.
0: Yep. <laughs> um, coming from the Buddha mythologies and religions, we've got Kuni, who is the god of love. And then from South America, I have Ruda, which is the god of love.
1: Can we backtrack? Did you say Buddha? It says Buddha. It's Buddhism. It's not Buddha. <laughs> Buddha was Buddha. their god. Buddha was their, like, higher power. Buddhism is... Oh I my know God. nothing
0: about Buddhism.
1: <laughs> I have books out in the living room.
0: Teach me. Teach okay. me all about it. Heard. Well, this has been quite fun. I think we're going to have to do more of these.
1: Yeah, the little special episodes like this. Let
0: us know what kind of mini do you want us to do, because honestly, we had so much fun doing this. Um, <laughs> until Tuesday, where we're going to be talking about some more creation stories. Make sure that you... Find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, one or the other. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts because we genu- genu- whoa. genuinely appreciate all of your feedback. Um, find me on YouTube at CC Phelan, as well as TikTok at CC Phelan, and also... On TikTok at mythology underscore breakdown underscore pod, where we kind of post updates and fun videos that have to do with what we talked about in our episodes. We also have a discussion group on Facebook called Mythology Breakdown Podcast, and we're super excited to develop that and get that growing. So join that. Come give us a listen and a watch. Give a watch. Someone's watching us. Growing. I'm not talking to you. (laughs) And lastly, we're still taking requests for what kind of Patreon content you guys want to see. We're going to get that up and running soon. So uh, give us your information before it's too late. Um, Until Tuesday, I've been Cece.
1: And I've been Tony.
0: Have a good night.
1: And don't forget to keep your phalluses covered tonight.